Try to get started here, and uh, had a good lesson here this morning, and do appreciate all that God's done for us, and do appreciate uh, you being here with us. Uh, a lot of the folks that are over here are family or, or kind of live together and all that, and so everyone else kind of needs to make sure you keep your spacing apart, you know. Because we don't want you to come down sick with anything. All right? But uh, pretty much these folks stay infected. I mean, you know what you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we're all together all the time. So are all of us too. But uh, anyway, we do appreciate you being with us here this morning. And appreciate what God's trying to do. I tell you what, folks, if there's ever a time we need to be looking up. Yes. Amen. It's right now. Yes. Amen. And so uh, I do appreciate the Lord and do appreciate all of you coming and being with us here this morning. And uh, Brother Caleb, did y'all want to, y'all have a song for the kids? Okay. Brother Caleb's and uh, Sister Corey's class, if y'all would come on up here and, and y'all sing y'all song. <laughs> song here this morning and uh, uh, brother Caleb if you would come on around and receive our offering here uh, we do appreciate your faithfulness uh, things are a little tighter than they normally are but that means that it's a little tighter with y'all but we do appreciate the Lord the Lord's always been able to help us to be able to to make it through and so anything you can do we just ask that you obey the Lord here this morning all right brother Caleb I got one little song in between a little birdie told me and they sing happy birthday. 
Just sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to A birthday. Andrew had a birthday. Uh, when was it? We sang to him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, I sang it to her too. Happy birthday to
Jesus, we love you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God.
said uh, not to glory that the devils were subject to our name uh, to us in his name or that people were healed don't glory in that but that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life and I appreciate that and that, that's where I want my name at and uh, you know I've had people through the years come ask me uh, brother Jeff is my name written in the Lamb's book of life how would you answer somebody like that? Yes. Well, I'll tell you how I answer. I look at him and I said, I don't know, is it? Because you see, I can't tell. But I can tell you, there is someone that can tell you. And you can know. His name's Jesus. Amen. Amen. And His Spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. And He will let you know. And I do appreciate the Lord so very much. Alright, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. And um, see what God's got for us here this morning. If you could stand with me as I take my text here. Joshua chapter 6. And we will start in verse 1. If you haven't, say Amen. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because the children of Israel, none went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, the king and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days." And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of the ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow, the trump, blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when they, uh, ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we do thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are our God. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a victorious God. And we thank you, Lord, that you make ways for us 
where there seems to be no ways. Lord, here this morning, I pray that You would anoint us to bring forth this Word. These Scriptures that You dealt with us about, Lord, here this morning, I pray, Lord, help us, O God, to realize where we are at and what position we are in and help us, O God, to be willing for Your will to be done in our hearts and in our lives. Come by, anoint us, we pray. Speak Your Word through us, we pray. In your blessed and holy and wonderful and righteous name of Jesus. And everyone said. Everyone said. Oh, that's better. Amen. Here this morning I want to talk to us about Jericho's walls. Jericho, River Jordan. These were... Uh, real situations that the children of Israel had to go through before they could get to the land of promise. They were the things that they had to endure. Amen. And if you remember, they had been going around in a detour pattern for 40 years out in the wilderness. And now the Lord had turned them and said, now it is time. Time for you to go into the promised land. And so the Lord uh, in the previous chapter had uh, come and sent uh, Joshua and about 40,000 men, fighting men over into uh, Canaan land, crossed over Jordan. But they had this big obstacle that faced them. First thing off. First thing. The first thing they had to deal with was Jericho. Now, Jericho wasn't just any old city. This was a walled city. It was a secured city. It was a city that was a city of renown. It had been there. Uh, archaeologists say that even before uh, this time that uh, Israel had come to them, that that city is one of the longest continually occupied cities in the world. The city of Jericho. And so, they came over and they had to face that. You know, you don't become a city like that without having a good defense. Huh? And as some of you remember, probably from high school and all, you know that a good defense sometimes is almost as important as a good offense. Well, for the three of us that went to high school. Well, I mean, I don't <laughs> And so, anyway... But here, because of Israel's uh, rapport, uh, because of their, uh, what they had already done and the Lord had already done for, for Israel, when they crossed up, Jericho was shut straightly, straightly shut up. Yeah. In those words right there, it talks about like they were in a cage. Okay? They were locked up. They were patting down. You weren't going to go in there and get them because they were behind the wall. They were behind, amen, and their defenses, amen. And so they were back there hiding. But the Lord had sent them. And the Lord said, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. You know, it's important for us to look at things 
God's way. Now, in all honesty, if I was a, a soldier during that particular time and we crossed over Jordan and I came up and saw those, those walls, I'm thinking, wow, there ain't no way we're going to do that. There's no, now, you got to remember back there, artillery back during this day, that meant bow and arrows, folks. That don't work too good on, on those uh, walls of, of, you know, they weren't just clay, but they were stone walls, hard walls, thick walls. Amen. Uh, the city of Jericho uh, was a unique city. It had a double set of walls. Amen in it. And so, uh, and so me looking at it, I would think, wow, we're not going to win this one. But the Lord's saying, I've given them over into your hand. You ever had the Lord tell you something like that? You're blessed. It's amazing how that comes around about the time you feel like you're about knee high to a grasshopper. And you're low, and you're real low, and you're blue, and things are all against you. And uh, blessed thou man. Amen. Oh, you know, he, he talked to uh, one of the prophets. He said, you know, you're, you're blessed. You're a mighty man of God. And you're thinking, here I am, hiding, threshing the weed in, in this wank. Uh, how can I be a mighty man of valor? Amen. Hide like that. God sees what you can't see. God knows what you don't know. And so, he, uh, the Lord here is speaking to him. Yeah, have you ever noticed that? The Lord spoke to them. How is it in 2020 we've gotten to the place and the time that we don't think God speaks anymore? Let me tell you something. The Lord still speaks. Amen. Jesus, amen, said in His Scriptures, amen, my sheep hear my voice. Now this is the way Brother Jeff thinks. Amen. That means if you're not hearing His voice, you're not His sheep. If you're not hearing His voice, you're not one of His sheep. I want to hear His voice. Amen. I want to hear those those words that He speaks to me. And sometimes those words are different type words. But here, the Lord is speaking to to Joshua. Amen. Here in uh, chapter 5 is when... uh, in the last couple of verses, it said that the, uh, the captain of the Lord's host, amen, was there talking to Joshua. And it just continues on. That's the Lord, you know. And he's sitting there talking to him. Woo! He wants some mist. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? Yes. Joshua's going out there and he sees somebody over there and he's got a sword. You for us or against us? Who are you? I'm the captain of the Lord's host. I'm the captain of the Lord's army. Amen. And so he saw him. Amen. And he's talking to him. And the Lord, amen, the captain tells Joshua what he needs to do. Amen. Here's the plan. Here's the plan. I want you to take your army and march around the city one time every day for six days. That'll get them on it. Huh? March my army around the city one time a day? 
They could throw stones at me. I don't know about if you uh, re- know how they used to fight from walled cities, but they would uh, take uh, big old, uh, you know, um, clay bowls, amen, and fill it full of oil, and then they would uh, heat it up, amen, and bring it boiling. And when the men came close, they'd throw that over, amen, onto the top of them. Sometimes they would take. Uh, uh, sewage, amen, and throw it onto them, them by, thereby spreading germs, amen, and causing sicknesses, amen. There were all kind of ways they would throw uh, rocks, amen, and bottles and things out there, not to mention arrows when you're walking around. And so, the Lord's plan is for us to walk around Jericho once a day for six days. Okay, Lord, what do we do when we walk around there? Keep your mouth shut. Can I tell you a lot of times when we're fighting the battle for the Lord, the best thing for us to do is just keep our mouth shut. Amen. When we're in the battle, when we're in a hostile environment, keep your mouth shut. Amen. And so, there to go around that. But then comes the, the really important time. On the seventh day, they're to go around that wall seven times. Now they got the Ark of the Covenant with them. They got the pre, some priests out there with the trumpets. And so they're supposed to go around there. But when they finish that up, then they're to blow the horns. And what does he say there? He said... When they blow the horns, the people shall shout with a great shout. Oh, folks, I wish we'd get into a great shout. Help us, Lord. Yes. I've been serving the Lord now since 1981. And when I got saved, I, I, I wasn't from the holiness background. I'm a first-generation holiness person. Amen. And uh, I, I was around... Uh, raised Baptist most of my life and then uh, for a couple years my parents were going to a charismatic church and I went over to that and and some things were just so sweet it was sickening. Amen. But uh, anyway, but one of the things that when I first came to the church they had uh, they had a meeting going on and they shouted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Glory. Yeah. But Todd it wasn't like when I saw that big snake. <laughs> That was a squeal. But it was a shout. It was a shout, and when they shouted, there was something that came from within that you could feel, amen, and you could hear, amen. And oh, it made an impression on me the very first time I went there. Of course, I thought my, my, the girl that I was liking and wanting to see had slipped the preacher a note. He preached all over me. Preached on everything I was doing and things that uh, I didn't want anybody to know about. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, they, there was a shout. Yeah. Amen. And, uh, and so, after the shout though, that's when the armies come in. Right. And I'm not talking about the men army. I'm talking about God's army. Yes. You ever tried to fight a battle? Huh? As Christians, we fight spiritual battles all the time. Yes. 
We are fighting the enemy from without. Amen. We're fighting those that are, are taking shots at uh, uh, trying to serve the Lord. But I want to tell you where the hardest battle comes from. It comes from right here. Yes, Remember I said that when uh, Joshua crossed over the uh, Jordan River, the old timers used to talk, uh, there were two ways that the crossing the Jordan could mean. One was crossing the Jordan and getting saved. And coming into the, the new kingdom of God. Amen. The other way was crossing Jordan, meaning uh, the old chilly Jordan, the uh, Jordan of death. Amen. And going into heaven. But if we talk about it the first way, they crossed Jordan getting saved. Amen. The first thing they had to face was Jericho. Yes. You know what Jericho represents? It represents all that is evil. It represents sin. Uh, it says the city of Jericho. You look up the Hebrew in that word city there, it means evil, dark, amen, wicked. That's what the word city means, huh? And so that first thing they had to face was that city of Jericho. Amen. And they, it, when they were to go to there, the Lord called it the accursed place. Accursed. In other words, it was set aside for destruction. It was dedicated for destruction because it was accursed. It was evil. Amen. Let me see. Uh, there's a couple other definitions. Set aside. It's a doomed object. It is to be absolutely exterminated. Now you know when God brings judgment, I thank the Lord most of the time when we see judgment fall, it comes with mercy. But there are times when judgment falls and there is no mercy. When the Lord told them to take and to destroy uh, Jericho, they were to kill everything. The men and the women. The elderly men and the elderly women. The little children. The little boys. The little girls. The infants. Come on. The pets. The dogs and the cats. The goats, the horses, the everything was to be destroyed. Everything in that city was to be destroyed. Amen. Except, aren't you glad for those exceptions? Except for one person and her family. Rahab. The what? The harlot. The prostitute. God is going to kill all the other wicked stuff but leave one prostitute in her family? Why would God do that? Because it's a sign for us. He's going to destroy all the stuff that's around us, but He's going to save us if we'll let Him. That harlot represents you and me. 
It's the pollution, the giving of ourselves to others. Amen. Sometimes for money, sometimes not for money. It's living our way the way we want to live it. Amen. The way old Blue Eyes said, you know, I'll have it my way. Amen. It's uh, it's the, the living it. Amen. With our pride and our stuffiness and the things that we want. Amen. We don't care about anybody else. It's just us. God's going to destroy everything. To save that one. You know, when you're born, now we do believe, not like some segments of Christian churches, we do believe that if an infant dies at an early age, before the age of accountability, that they'll go to heaven. We believe that, okay? But when they get to the age of accountability, then they're going to have to answer to God yes. for every sin. Yes. Hello? Yes. Amen. What was her name, Sister Shay? Shay. Sister Shay. Uh, a young woman from out of the Falk uh, Church. Did you ever meet her? Sister Shay? Anyway, out of the Falk Church and uh, uh, was baptized with the Holy Ghost at an early age. I guess she was six or seven years old, something like that. Uh, lived a wonderful life even as a, lo- a little young girl. Amen. And, uh, w- but one day uh, her mama asked her something and she lied. Uh-huh. Huh? I don't know. It must have been the first lie she ever had or something. Because when she lied, her eyes got real big. She went like that and fainted. Passed out. Passed out right then and there. Her parents verified that. Teresa and I heard it from her parents. Of course, when she came to, she repented, asked the Lord to forgive her and all that. Amen. But the thing about it is, we can be saved at an early age. We need to be saved at an early age. But oh, if you didn't get saved at an early age, whatever age you're at right now, God's calling us to be saved and to serve Him. And so, anyway, uh, you know, the this wall's that we hide ourselves in. Uh-huh. Huh? Rahab and her family. That's the, that was really the only reason. Huh? To save them. You might say, a prostitute? Uh-huh. Oh, let me tell you something. Not just any prostitute. <laughs> if you know the rest of the story... You know that the prostitute gets married, amen, lives a good life, amen, has a little boy named Jesse. Amen, that little boy, uh, Jesse grows up, he ends up having several sons. His youngest son is a man named David who became king, amen, of Israel. God saved her, amen, brought her out, amen. But all those walls had to come down. And can I tell you something in your life? Your walls got to come down. Amen. Walls. Let's see here. Definition of walls. A high, thick masonry structure forming a long rampart or an enclosure chiefly for defense. One of the sides of a room or a building a side of a footpath next to a building, an extreme or desperate position or a state of defeat, as in 
The armies are surrounded and they have their backs up to the wall. A material layer uh, enclosing space or container. Something resembling a wall. Amen. Especially used as acts of barrier or defense. Amen. Walls are used for shelter, for protection, for privacy, subdivision of interior space. To support the floors and roofs or the light. Uh, to fence in an area. Walls. Yeah. I want to ask you. Are you walled up? Yeah. Have you put up walls to protect you? Yeah. To keep others out? And keep you and your things in? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? What do you got inside? Within the city of Jericho, there was riches. There was gold and silver. We find out later on there's also good Babylonian garments in there. Uh, there were people in there, but there were also sins. Uh, Rahab, the harlot, lived and worked within that city. So there were sins, amen, other type sins, amen, within that city. They were hiding that and protecting what they had. And there are a lot of times we hide and protect what we don't want others to see. Amen. We are not transparent. Folks, don't be secretive. I tell you, I love you guys, but sometimes y'all can really be secretive. Huh? Now I understand if you're trying, you know, not to... But sometimes I just I don't understand why do you you know sometimes I'll call and say hey we missed you today yeah couldn't make it well of course you couldn't make it I knew you couldn't make it that's the reason I called to check on you amen but no gotta hide where we're at you know how the devil works on the old preacher huh I wonder if they were out juke jointing huh what if they were out drinking huh. Gambling. Huh? You just add all kinds of things. See? We're to be a book. Open and read of all men. Amen. I don't keep secrets. Now there are some things between me and my wife that just go between me and my wife because we're married. Amen. But you know what? You want to come to my house? You want to go through all my closets? Come on. I don't keep no secrets. Amen. You want to check out all my, my video games and all my little... Uh, come on. Come check it out. It won't take you very long. Come on. You want to read all my books? It'll take you a while. I had not read all my books. You know? But we protect things. We hide things. Amen. Walls. So there are two things basically walls do. They're to keep things and animals or people out and they're to keep things and animals and people in. How do you like that? It's according to which side of the wall you are. Uh, the walls that are used for protection a lot of times can do an awful lot of damage. Sometimes walls that we uh, create 
will uh, cast a shadow and won't allow sunshine to come in. Hello? Sometimes walls create excessive amount of moisture where rot and decay begins. Walls can also keep out big animals, but walls are a haven for spiders and snakes, scorpions and roaches. Come on. I'm not talking about real walls, folks. I'm talking about your walls. I'm talking about the walls that you build around your house. Walls that keep out people destroy relationships and families and friends. Walls divide between the rich and the poor, the sick and the healthy, between the good and the bad. Walls also have a tendency, you may not know this, but they'll keep Jesus out too. The same thing The same walls that you use to protect your heart from hurt. Hello? Who in here has ever been hurt? I've been hurt. Oh, man. You ever notice that the ones that really hurt you are the ones that say, I love you? Hello? You know why? Because your heart's more open to those that you love. Amen? Sometimes, Teresa, she can just give me a look and I'm thinking... What did I do? What did I do? But those walls of protection also will keep out the Spirit of the Lord dealing with your heart. So those walls have got to come down. You've got to be willing for those walls to come down. Amen? I'm going to tell you something. All of the walls can come down. But Brother Jeff, if I do that, I'll hurt again. Yeah, you will. Can I tell you that's a wonderful feeling? Brother Jeff, are you crazy? I'm not crazy. Because when you don't hurt, then you're really sick. Hello? When you can't feel for others, you're really messed up. Amen. When uh, it's only you and you don't care about anybody else, you are really messed up. Amen. You're sick. You can't feel. You can't feel for your children. You can't feel for your pet. You can't feel for others. Amen. Who are in a bad situation. You can't even feel for strangers. That's where we're at in America right now. Amen. Oh, that's them. I'm in good shape. Can I tell you something? In a little while, it'll be you. And if you don't stand up for the poor and the neglected and the underprivileged, who's going to stand up for you when you're in need? Hallelujah. And so, those walls that we put up around us, we've got to let them down. Teresa and I had the privilege of going to uh, Jericho uh, many years ago now. And um, when we uh, got there, Really and truly, you, you walk up to a big hole. <laughs> you know, they're going to show you the walls of Jericho. And you go up to this big hole, and way down there in the earth, the big hole. And I walked away from there, and I couldn't understand it. And for a long time, I couldn't understand it. It was probably just within the last 15 or 20 years in studying the Word of God like I should. Amen. That I realized what that uh, 
uh, saying uh, meant when it said that they shall fall down flat. Now to me, that would mean that the wall standing up like here would fall down like that. Huh? That's the way it would sound, right? That's not what it means. It's, uh, it's more like that um, uh, instead, here's the wall fall down flat and then it goes straight down into the ground. And they just walk straight over into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, I don't know about you, but a thing came in that God did that. Amen. It wasn't by any uh, man-made force. It wasn't anything but the Lord caused all those walls to sink down flat. And they just walked in over those walls and destroyed Jericho. Woo! But my wall's too thick, Brother Jeff. It's not too thick. Brother Jeff, my wall's too hard. It's not too hard. Brother Jeff, my wall is too, uh, is too uh, big. I, I can't, you know. It's not too big. You've got to be willing to let God cause that wall to fall down flat. It was through that wall going down flat. I've wondered several times. Rahab lived on top of the wall, right? Yeah. Huh? So as the wall fell down that way, yeah. huh? Yeah. They might hurt themselves. Yeah. But it fell down this way. Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where did the wall go? It's gone. Amen. It, uh, to them, it looked like it just disappeared. But God brought deliverance. Hallelujah. Teresa, give us a song. First and foremost, here in the beginning of these verses, the Lord said, See, I have given it into thine hand. Listen to me. The power of salvation. He's given it to us. You can be saved. Amen. You can be saved. Amen. All of the, the... It says the king thereof. You see the king there represents Satan. The person you listen to. And the mighty men. All of the tricks you've learned. But God's able to help you destroy all of those things. God wants to make a new person out of you. Yes. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. The Lord will save you. You know why a lot of times people can't get saved? Lord, I want to be saved, but don't touch that over there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Lord, don't... I, I like that. I don't see anything wrong with that. I figured out a long time ago it's best for God to do His job and I'll do mine. Say, Brother Jeff, what do you mean by that? He tells me what to do and my job is to obey Him. Huh? 
My father-in-law's here. He remembers when we had business. I used to have business, had all kinds of people, had different things going here, there, and yonder. I remember one time we were in Gainesville, uh, Georgia, and people calling with trouble and all that. And I'm four or five hours away, and there's no way I could get there to go work on it. Nobody else yet. It's, you know? God knows how to put it all together. Let Him do His part. All you are concerned about is doing your part. What does the Lord call and require of you? Let's stand all across the house here this morning. Many years ago, we've had We've, I've heard great preaching through my life. I think it was um, Mike Switzer I heard preach one time something to the effect of uh, going to hell from a place like this. Don't be someone sits on the pew but you're not right with God. This is not a corporal thing. It has nothing to do with your mom or your dad. And it has nothing to do with your children. And really and truly not even about your spouse. It's you. What is your relationship with Jesus? Where are you at with God? Do you hear His voice? I couldn't tell you how many people say, oh yeah, the Lord dealt with me, but I didn't do it. Can I tell you after a while, He just won't ask you anymore. He won't ask you anymore. You better do what He tells you. Amen. Can I tell you, there's no regrets when you do. But, 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 But Brother Jeff, you don't know what He's asking me. It doesn't matter what He's asking you. There'll be no regrets. It's worth it. It's worth it. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Who here this evening, this morning, you realize you're not where you need to be with God? You realize you've put up barriers to God dealing with your life. But you're tired. You don't want to live your life on your own anymore. You need a Savior. You want a Savior. Who here this morning will say, Lord, take all of me. Break down these walls. Make me a new creature, Lord. Change my heart. Change my mind. Change my likes and my dislikes. Make me someone who can please you, Lord. He'll do that. He's just waiting on you. Just waiting on you. I'm going to open these altars up. If you want to ask the Lord to make a new creature out of you, come to these altars. Or make an altar where you're at, but come. Let's pray. Let's seek after the Lord here this morning. Examine your hearts. Amen.
Jesus.